There are those who dedicate themselves to a sense of honor, to a life of courage, and a commitment to something greater than themselves. They have always defended this nation and each other. They still do. The few, the proud, the Marines. This is the Tigers Radio Network, and you're listening to exclusive coverage of the Marple Newtown Tigers on www.marplenewtownfootball.com. Action here at Harvey Stadium. 12 minutes complete. Marple Newtown takes a 14-0 lead on two touchdowns by Ryan White. Connor Stoganow has the ball at midfield on a second down play. They are now heading from our right to our left. As we wait to get things rolling here at the start of the second quarter with the scoreboard, and we have it straightened out. So it is second down and nine for Conestoga. With Chris, they've been going with a three wide receiver set, but they're really not fooling anybody. Right, exactly. And there's only been one fake downfield for a deep pass, and well, it was a gain of Leighton Dennis, but that was a really catch and run, a 17 yarder. Right, yeah, there was more yards after the catch than anything. Once again, three wide receiver set, flatly in the backfield. And penalty flags flies. Look as we may have a false start here in the offense. Let's see. Coming like confetti, those flags right there. Somebody jumped. Somebody All hell broke loose. A false start on the Conestoga Pioneers. And they'll move it back five yards, second down and 14. Once again, three wide receivers. Two men in the backfield is Dennis. And number 40, Alex Wright. It's a pass into the flat, trying for number one, Kurt Whiteman, who was the uh, slot receiver. He was unable to come up with it despite sliding at the 50. Good coverage by Vince Cristiano on the outside. But you wonder why Conestoga really isn't going deep with three wide receivers and just making the pump fake and trying to go underneath for five yards. But it looked like Whiteman on that play, Chris, was open. Again, the flatly just underthrew him. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't a solid throw to the outside. Maybe he doesn't have the arm strength to be thrown to the outside. Maybe screen passes are the way to go for him. Third down and 14. Flatly not in the shotgun. He rolls back. He's looking. He's looking. He's got a man downfield, but he's hit. And he is finally dragged down. Big sack by Matt Gregory. Matt Gregory, number 28, with a great sack right there. He was looking like a leech to a cut. He just latched himself on to Flatley and would not let go until he was on the turf. Couldn't have asked for anything more in a third down play. Sack quarterback, great play. Fourth down and forever, so Conestoga will punt. Christiana and Duffy both back, not that deep, around the 35-yard line. Chris Stefano, it's away. It's a low-line drive, spinning and finally coming down to Christiana, who has a hard time coming up with it, but he finally gets underneath it at the 28-yard line. 
Whoa, scary moments there for Christiana. That thing was a knuckler. And he wasn't trying to look downfield. It didn't, it didn't seem. But just that ball hit him in the chest pads the wrong way. It came right out of his hands. It was a little punt, so maybe he took his eyes off it because he felt like maybe he had 10 yards to run real quick and he could have got some yards on the return. But they at least, he at least jumped on the ball and pounced on it when it fell to the ground. So in any case, Marple Newtown gets the ball back. Inside of one minute played here in the second quarter. Marple Newtown leading 14 nothing. Driving once more. They are set up at their own 28. Christiana once again the lone wide receiver. White in motion. It's a fake handoff to Duffy up to Diaguardi. He gets across the 30. Across the 35, he's finally met by a couple of guys in the center of the field. Stefano making the tackle number eight. And there again with Casey Cato also. And Duffy from the outset looked like he was going to go for the ball and go off tackle far to the left side of the field, but... Again, they had Diaguardi going on the outside. The same play they keep running, fake to one side, and Diaguardi taking it on the off tackle on the other side. So. And you know, it's somehow it, it seems to wind up Still right work. back in the middle of the field, no matter where they're going. Gain of seven. They need to get to the 39-yard line here, second down and three. Christiana the wide out again. Johnson fakes a hand off to Diaguardi this time and goes up the middle to Duffy. Close to the first down, real close. Maybe he gets one or two, but he's at least a yard away. Well, with a favorable spot. Favorable spot, they're going to give it to him. They gave down. it to him. Okay, so it's at the 40-yard line, another Tigers first down. You just tell by the way the uh, side guard was running in there that it was close. and didn't seem to be that much on the run by Duffy, but you're going to take those spots. Why not? Sometimes it's just get that momentum going and push the pile forward, and there you go. Exactly. First and ten with 10 minutes to go here in this first half. 14-0, and the Tigers driving. Christiana alone wide out again. It's a fake handoff to Diaguardi. It's to Duffy once again Duffy up across the 45. And gets to midfield, and it looks like he's going to pick up another first down. The way they look, the way they look like they're going to spot it is that Farmer's going to come back and haunt him here. They're well, this time. Last one and a bad spot on this one. Like you said, Bob, it looked like Duffy had that first Yeah, down. Maybe, maybe he had his, his knee down before that, propelling himself forward to get the, his arms outstretched to the 50. But, yeah, it doesn't look like that's a really great spot there. No, definitely not. However, it is two yards away from the first down marker. Let's forget a big pickup. Another pickup on first down. Eight yards. As Marple Newtown is chewing up massive amounts of yardage through each of the running plays here, the wing tee clicking on all cylinders. Christiana once again, the wide out to the right. It's a fake handoff to Diaguardi over Duffy. He gets it across midfield. He's got the first down across the 45 to the 43, and a penalty flag flies at the end of this play. Stefano again in on the tackle, number eight. Again, another great run. Over. Duffy, just he's got that slashing ability. It's He's like the midget Barry Sanders. The wing tee's working perfectly. And a face mask at the end of the play. That's how apparently he was dragged down. That's going to end up being a huge game for Marvel Newtown Tigers. So a first down and more for Duffy. We're strong running by the Tigers. And they're giving him to the 37-yard line now. Duffy in the backfield. First and ten, Duffy, the lone man in the backfield. Diaguardi in motion. It's a fake handoff and a rollout to the left. It is complete to Ryan White up at the 30-yard line. 
He was able to elude uh, the defensive back there and bring it down. It's good to see the offense evolve because that started out again with the fake to Duffy and it looked like Diaguardi was going to take the ball and then all of a sudden Johnson comes out throwing the ball and hits White right between the numbers for a good first down game. But unlike other plays we've seen this year and in this game, Johnson didn't hesitate on the rollout. He knew where he was going and boom, it was a quick strike. Yeah, I, I kind of feel maybe they told him this week in practice to be more sure about himself. He has the talent, he has the skill set, so just be sure and confident in throwing the ball. Gain of seven ball at the 30-yard line now. Second down and three, 8-18 remaining here in this first half. Johnny Watkins in the game as a wide out to the right. But it's a straight handoff this time to Duffy up the middle. He escapes a man at the 25, and he gets down to the 20. And number 22, Bradley Herzlick with the tackle right there. Highly touted linebacker Herzlick. That's, I believe, the first time we've really mentioned him in this entire contest, which does not bode well for the Conestoga defense. Exactly. Got a big write-up in the Delco Times. It's one of the keys to a supposed or predicted Conestoga victory. The offensive line is doing a great job making great holes. And we had the official signal into the sidelines there, but it wasn't a penalty, apparently. First down at the 21. Johnny Watkins this time split wide to the left. It's a handoff to White. He fumbles it, but he finally gets it back. And he actually fortunately fumbled it forward. The ball was at the 25, and he fumbled it forward to the 23 before falling on it. A couple of times we've seen that now. And on that particular play, the, the fake really didn't work. Maybe the focus is off on the exchange. But the best possible outcome is the Tigers recover. Loss of about a yard and a half there, maybe two. So it'll be second down and a long 11. 7.05 remaining first half. Tigers up by two touchdowns and driving once more. Watkins once again the wide out. It's a straight hand off to Duffy, up across the 25 to the 20. Down at the 19. Number 77 there, Jason Nowicki making the stop on the line. And we see the clock ticking away once again. There's Wing T clicking and melting away a lot of time on the clock. And they've got to have at least a 3-1 to one possession advantage here in this first half alone. That's a great point, Bob. The clock is really ticking away, and it's just been all Marvin Newtown in complete control. Great just point. under 6.5 to go here in this first half. Tigers in firm control. Yet another third down play. Let's see what they have in the bag of tricks here. Johnson under center this time. Diaguardi in motion. It's a fake handoff to Duffy. He gets it to Ryan White, but he really goes nowhere. Jason Nowicki, number 77, making a stop on Ryan White. Fourth down and eight. But we have the miraculous foot of Adam Fender possibly coming on for this field goal here. Fender's on the field, so things look good. Ball's Ball is spotted at the 19-yard line, so it will be. Spotted at the 27, a 37-yarder for Fender. Johnson with the hold. As we have another minute melted away, 5.40 remaining in this first half. You see him nail these in pregame all the time. Ball is spotted, the kick is away, it's spinning, spinning, and it is just no good. Just missed that post on the right side. No good. That's just missed it to the right. It had plenty of distance. And sometimes here as we try to peer out from the broadcast booth, looking here from the right side, you can't have trouble picking that up. It looked possibly like he snuck it in to that right goal post, but he did not. Yeah, it was right there, Bob. It was real close. Didn't look like there was anything wrong on the snap or the exchange or the put down. 
No, I just need to drift to the right. Yeah, no reason to believe the fender wouldn't pick it up on his next kick. Right, exactly. So with five and a half minutes to go here in this first half, Conestoga with the ball and down two touchdowns at the 19. It's a botched handoff on the exchange here to number five, Gene Gibson. He's being pushed to the outside, pushed and prodded, finally will not go down, but he gets a couple yards up across the 20, maybe to the 22. Yeah, Kelly making the initial tackle right there, and then jo Johnny Watkins following up and making the stop. Good team tackling by the Marvel Young Tigers right there. So what could have been a potentially dangerous situation there if Gibson would have gotten to the outside, had no space whatsoever. We've really seen uh, Kelly in the middle evolve as a great middle linebacker as the year. They gave on. him five. Second down and five now from the 24. Three wide receivers once again. It's a drop back and a roll out to the right. Looking for a man downfield. Flatley has him, but incomplete. incomplete. I think they bounced it right off the turf, right in front of number 15, Rashid Williams. Flatley once again coming out like gangbusters, but falling flat on, on, the, on the throws. Yeah, no pun intended right there. He moves quickly when he rolls out to his right side. He's got and and they've, got, they've got a small window of opportunity before the Markle Newtown defensive backs close in. Yeah, they are swarming in that secondary right now. So third down and five, 443 remaining. Second quarter. Conestoga working once again. Flatly under center. And we have a timeout. Timeout by the Pioneers. Their first one, I believe. They will desperately need it. It is their first one. Now we'll take a quick break and be right back. Marble Newtown up 14-0. You're listening to the Tigers Radio Network on MarbleNewtownFootball.com. Hey, Tigers fans. Did you know that only the Philly Pretzel Factory can make the Philadelphia pretzel? Because they have authentic, genuine quality of a Philly pretzel. They're always hot, always fresh, always a great deal. When I go to the Philly Pretzel Factory, I know I'm eating the original Philly soft pretzel. Bring them to a sporting event, a work party, even for a quick snack, and you can be sure that the Philly Pretzel Factory will deliver a pretzel of great taste and value. Stop in today at any of their locations, including Broomall, Springfield, Media, Folsom, and Bryn Mawr. Or visit their website at phillypretzelfactory.com for a complete list of locations in the Delaware Valley. And remember, if it's not from the Philly Pretzel Factory, it's, it's not, not a real, real pretzel. pretzel. Back to live action here at Harvey Stadium. Third down and six for Conestoga at its own 24-yard line. Flatley under center. He rolls back. He's looking deep. He's got a man over the middle. It is incomplete. Looking for a penalty is number 20, Casey Ikeda. But he just flat out tripped over the defender's shoes. Yeah, we've called his name a lot tonight. He seems to be an active player, but he didn't really finish his route well enough there to catch that ball. Well, Flatley looked, looked good on the exchange, and Ikeda was wide open there at the 30-yard line, but he just went down at the last possible minute. Yeah, he would have had the first down. There's no doubt about that. But unfortunately, I don't know if he has a career in uh, sales because he really didn't sell it well to the officials for a pass interference call. The Christiana and Duffy back here for DiStefano's punt. DiStefano back. He cakes it at the 10-yard line, steps into it. It is a low end-over-end -end punt, bouncing at the 46, across the 45, across the 40. Still rolling 35, down to the 30. And it will finally be touched at the 29 yeah, nice of the Tigers. The 4.23 remaining here in this first half. Marple Newtown, with a big defensive stop after a missed field goal, gets the ball back again and a chance to melt away more time on that clock with a two-touchdown advantage. 
All three timeouts remaining also for the Tigers. Yeah, that's pretty much it. They're in a position where they could just use it whenever the heck they feel like it. Yeah. And if they, if they have a, maybe a 14, 17, or 21-point edge and give the ball back to Conestoga, they could be in a position just to halt Conestoga on defense with the timeout, as you see often in the NFL. Right. Christiana split to the left. Johnson under center, three-man backfield once again. It's a handoff to Duffy. He slashes up the middle across the 30, across the 35. He's met by three guys up across the 40, and another first down for the Tigers. Jarrell Clark, number 30, in there making the initial stop. Again, Duffy really getting through the whole well tonight, not being touched right at the line of scrimmage, getting to the second level, and really producing some quality yards on first down. That's the advantage. After the th first three yards, he seems to kick into another gear, and he's just a... Uh, legs pumping, arms pumping, uh, eyes scanning the field to see where he can get his next cut. And right there, it got him an extra five yards. He really does hit that second gear strong. He might almost hit a third gear eventually as that goes on, hopefully. Ball at the 41-yard line. They gave him an extra yard on the spot. First and 10, under four minutes to play here in this half. And it's a handoff to White this time. Tries to feel his way across the near sideline, across the 40. And he's down at the 43. Yeah, White pushed out by uh, Leighton Dennis there, playing some defense, trying to get in this game, not getting in on the offensive side, so making a tackle right there. Yeah, you know what, Marple Newtown, it, it doesn't matter whether it's it can't, it doesn't have to be ten yards every play. They just need three yards, and as long as they know they have that forward motion and they're always gaining yardage, they will impose their will, and it's almost impossible to stop them. Yeah, so far tonight it's been all positive on the running side of the ball. Second down and seven now. Christiana once again, wide out to the left. Duffy directly behind Johnson. It's a fake handoff, and he gives it in the gut of Diagordi. He gets to the outside across the 45, across the 40. 45-40, yeah. 35-30. It just seemed like the play was unfolding in slow motion. You wonder why nobody was really going after Diagordi as he got to the outside towards the far sideline. Again, that play continues to do, do damage to the Pioneers' defense. Casey Clayton making a stop eventually. Diaguardi, at a certain point around midfield, appeared to be sealed off and was heading right for the sideline, but then cut back in and got an extra 15 yards. Great running by Diaguardi tonight. All essentially on almost the same play every time. But Actually, an, extra, it works, it an works. extra 20 yards there as the ball was spotted at the 26. Largest gain of the contest for either side there on that play. Diagordi, the blocking back again. Johnson rolls out to the right. He's got a man downfield looking for Kosarski. No, Christiana. And that time, Christiana did sell it enough and got the pass interference call. Yeah, they're going to call pass interference on number 20, Casey Akeda. I really like the call by Junta there to come out throwing after that huge running play by Diagordi. Keeping huh. the defense on their toes. As you see, Chris, in hockey, oftentimes the man who gets the penalty is the one who stops the forward from his legs moving. Christiana had his legs moving the entire time. And Akeda just interrupted his route. Right, and, right. and he just went right to the ground. That's an obvious call. That is pass interference. The referee's lost his batteries tonight on his mic down on the field, so we're not picking him up, but we got we are letting you know that as a pass interference penalty on number 20, Casey Akeda. And, you know, team. plays like this where you don't have to guess. Right, exactly. You know, it's not going to be off, not gonna be uh, offensive holding, offensive pass interference. What that play does at least puts you back in a position to at least give Fender another shot. Uh, very quickly, they are down at the 15 with 2.41 remaining in this first half. Tigers with a two-touchdown lead in pocket. Searching for more as Johnson rolls out. He hands it up the middle to Duffy. across the 15. Across the 10. He's slashing towards the far sideline inside the 5. And we're waiting for the call. Going to put him out at about the one-yard line. Stefano making a stop, saving another touchdown. 
No, sometimes it's like watching a boat sailing off into the horizon there as these guys, as du especially Duffy, just disappears in, in the forest of players way on that far sideline near the pylon. And he's, he's really moving great tonight, moving from side to side. His lateral movement has been excellent this evening. Gain of about 14 and three quarters. Ball just outside the goal line now. Tigers are knocking on the door. i got to wonder here if maybe Johnson sneaks this in here. It's close enough. He's big enough. Well, you know, Mike Quick always calls for Donovan to do it. <laughs> there he Let's goes. see if Johnson It's under center. He's got it. Looks like in. he lost the touchdown. ball for a second, but he rolls in, and it is a Tigers touchdown. Maybe maybe Johnson faking losing the ball was part of the ruse. <laughs> but he did sort of, instead of just going over the top, he kind of bent down and went forward. Disappeared and came up. Half a yard up, over the goal line, touchdown Tigers. Great ending of the drive right there. You just tell the way it was set up that it was set up perfectly for Johnson sneak. Or possibly the best thing to happen for the Conestoga defense is they are only two minutes and change away from a rest at the half. The kick by Fender is up, and it is good. So the Tigers, once again with a score, they lead 21-0 with 2-10 remaining here in this first half. We'll take a quick break for the change of possession and be right back. You're listening to the Tigers Radio Network on MarpleNewtownFootball.com. You're listening to the Tigers Radio Network on www.MarpleNewtownFootball.com. The Tigers Radio Network is brought to you by the Philly Pretzel Factory. Visit any other locations throughout the Delaware Valley, including Broomall, Springfield, Media, Folsom, and Bryn Mawr. Remember, if it's not from the Philly Pretzel Factory, it's not a real pretzel. The United States Marine Corps. The few, the proud, the Marines. Visit them on the web at marines.com. The Marple Newtown Football Alumni Association. For more information about the Alumni Association, email them at mnfootballalumni at comcast.net or visit their link on our website at www.marplenewtownfootball.com and the Marple Newtown Football Boosters Club. For more information about the Boosters Club, visit their link on marplenewtownfootball.com. Kevin Johnson, a slashing one-yard run on a quarterback keeper. 21-0 Marple Newtown here late in the first half. As the kick by Adam Fender is away, it's a low-line drive coming out of bounds, unfortunately, skipping out of bounds at the five-yard line. No, Fender didn't want to do that. Yep. That's unfortunate there for Fender. He's been kicking well, so, so well this year. And when a guy who's a senior guy knows every nook and cranny and bounce on this turf, which is not banked as steeply on the sidelines as a lot of uh, artificial surfaces are, right. but still it came down and just took a humongous Sunday hop for about 5-10 yards and took another hop and right out. When we talked in the onset, Bob, about how Conestoga has this great rushing attack behind the senior offensive line with Dennis and Brooks, the way to defend it is to keep them off the field, and that's what the Tigers have done all night so far. They have absolutely silenced Leighton Dennis. So Conestoga with the ball at the 35, flatly drops back. He fakes deep. He's going to man the flat. That's number 18, Andrew Berger. Cuts across... The 50, across the 45, he wrestles down a man at the 40, and he's finally dragged down by his shirt sleeves. Actually, it's number 19, Blair Brooks, yeah, who did right the damage there. Right there, you see the speed of Brooks just catching. Again, the screen pass, again, seems to be the best option for the Pioneers' offense. He had guys all over him on that play, all the way down the field, but managed to, to shuck and jive them the whole way down. 
Another good tackle in the open field by Johnny Watkins. Really playing well tonight. Well, big gain for Conestoga. A little in desperation mode here. First and 10 at the Marple Newtown 38. Still not in the shotgun. Is flatly. As he drops back, it's a straight handoff this time again to Brooks. He goes nowhere. Lucky to get back to the line of scrimmage. Yeah, number 28 there in the tackle of Marble Newtown defense. Matt Gregory making another stop. He made a huge sack on third down earlier. Best way to make the opposition think about how far they have to go after a big game is just stuff them up the play afterwards. It's not going to be easy. I mean, even though this Tigers defense may bend, they will not break. 116 remaining here in this fa first half. Tigers Second down and 10. Pounds. Three wide receivers set this time. Ikeda split wide to the right. Near side is Rashid Williams. Flatley's rolling. He's rolling at midfield. He sees a man downfield. He's looking, looking across the field. He throws it basically out of bounds. Dexter Bridge was at the 24-yard line, but three yards out of bounds, and he made a perfect catch, but nowhere near he needed to be. Yeah, it's not the CFL, so he's way out of bounds right there. Again, Flatley rolling out to his right, and he's quick when he rolls out. He just... Nothing open. Yeah, but he he there. really seemed to be looking all as, as the further he got to the to the far sideline, the right sideline here. He kept looking backwards to the left as if he's trying to decoy the defense. But right. there, there's there's no way he can throw off his basically flat-footed running in the wrong direction and make anything out of it. Yeah, I don't think they want any more uh, Jay Cutler-esque plays out of Flatley tonight. The side. Now third down and ten. Brooks, the lone man in the backfield. Williams split wide to the left. Two men wide to the right. Kata is the deep man. Whiteman in motion. Flatley's rolling back. He's looking downfield to the far sideline this time, and it is intercepted, intercepted by Christiana. Christiana with the interception. Looking for Ikeda, who tried a little button hook at the 30-yard line, but Flatley just kind of limp-wristed that ball up there. There's no really way to, to describe it. It was like, almost like Randall Cunningham pass. Great pressure. Great pressure from the defensive line. And Christiana basically, I don't know if he fell, but he was in the right position there, and just as he fell and hit the turf, the ball was right into his hands. An interesting decision here for the Tigers with 51 seconds left and all three timeouts remaining. Decent field position. Exactly right. Ball at the 30-yard line. 21-0 lead for the Tigers. They really don't have to do much, but if they want to assert their dominance, maybe they just ram it down Conestoga's throat and go for the score here. I'll say you keep going for it. It's hand off to Duffy on the right side. He gets across the 30. And brought down shy of the 35, but penalty flags in the backfield. Yeah, that was a late flag there, Bob. And it doesn't bode well for the Tigers if that's the case. Right. Holding on the offense. Yeah, I was expecting the way that flag came in right from the back pretty late. Now basically the only miscue of the entire half for Marple Newtown here. Yeah, I was just going to say, Bob, with a play like that, maybe Johnson decides to kind of pack it in for this half. And you know, it's a forgivable sin when you're up by three touchdowns. Right. It's a great game all around so far for the Tigers. Yeah, it's not much. Yeah, not much you can say more in addition to what we have been saying. As, as good as Marple Newtown has been playing, Conestoga has been absolutely stymied on the other end. As Johnson under center once again, 40 seconds to go, first half. Christiana split wide to the right this time, only... Wide receiver, Diaguardi in the blocking back position. Duffy and White in the backfield. That's a handoff to White. He gets across the third, 20, across the 25, and no further. Yeah, number 22 and on the stop there, Bradley Herzlick. He's starting to, uh, we're starting to mention his name a little bit more. We thought we'd mention him more throughout the night. But, but he's uh, he's not really gotten any big stops at all. Right. So we have a timeout on the field. 
for Conestoga with 21.8 seconds. And we'll not take a break here. We'll just let it roll as we're coming up shortly on the end of the half. We talked in the open, Bob. We talked about uh, how we got a sense of belief from the Marble Newtown players, from their coaches and stuff like that last week. Even though it was a crushing defeat, they were still in on this thing and ready to keep playing. And tonight is just great evidence. They obviously had a good week of practice. They obviously still believe. They realize the skill, the potential they have. And they've come out real strong this week. It talks about the maturity and the experience exactly. and the resilience of this relatively young club. And then, of course, those senior leaders, Kasarski and Johnson and Kevin Striegel. They just basically have done an excellent job of putting last week behind them totally. Exactly. And it's not a crushing loss so much as it is just a road bump on the future way to success. Exactly right. So the playcock just about ready to get rolling. Once again, 21.8 seconds left in the half. Marple Newtown has the ball deep inside its own territory, but driving once again. And the officials are really having a trouble with this. You know, we've not been able to pick up the calls all game. Johnson's finally under center. Christiana this time wide to the left. As Johnson hands it off to the outside. Fooled me once again. Another late flag in their box. And this is Duffy. Blocking the back there. Blocking the back in. Yeah. The officials did it emphatically, almost pointedly to the Marple Newtown sideline as if, like, I'm going to call it every time. Right. Stop doing it. Yeah, it was like he was trying to send a message with his actions right there. Yeah, it's one thing you need to do, even with a three-touchdown lead, is you need to be able to play fair. Yeah, they always have a game of two halves. That's why it is. So you got to yeah, keep your head no, straight no. here, head steady. I think the best thing for the Tigers would just to be also to get in the locker room right now. Right, maybe just, yeah, I mean, I'm not, of course we're not going to be averse to seeing a, a possibly an 80-some-yard touchdown play, right. but, yeah, if there's an equal chance of that happening as it is Johnson just takes a knee and runs out the remaining time. Right. Because, really, what else, what point do you have to prove? What else are you going to prove to yourselves exactly. already with three scores on the ground? Yeah, you've dominated so far. You don't want your heads to kind of get in the way right now. You just want to keep your head steady, keep on the even kill. And more importantly, don't don't give Conestoga any kind of fuel for a fire in the second half. Exactly, exactly. Some confusion in the Marble Newtown sideline. So the clock, the clock, yeah, yeah, clock on. And Johnson even did not even kneel or didn't even need to kneel. They just ran off the remaining time, and they will jointly join the rest of his teammates walking slowly off the field. And they can do that. They don't need to run confidently walking off with a 21-0 lead here. Bob Herbin, Chris McSweeney, Steve Scaleri, and executive producer Jim Alsman at Harry Harvey Stadium. We are through one half of play. It is the Marple Newtown Tigers 21, Conestoga Pioneers nothing. We'll be back with the second half after this. You're listening to coverage of Marple Newtown Tigers football with Bob Herpin, Steve Scaleri, and Chris McSweeney on www.marplenewtownfootball.com. 